Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wake up in the morning feeling like Waterman is extremely well, she's very slippery. You don't own me. Okay, now the tough question. Is this a try? Yes or no? Just because I'm a woman. <laughs> Hello, tryhards. Hey guys. I love the fact that you it feels really quiet like we've just like started a phone call not that we've been talking for the past hour previous to hitting record on the podcast well your demeanor has changed because uh as I can see but the listeners can't you have your pink microphone set up and in record you leant forward and uh I boggled last me. week you told me no the week before last I did it with the microphone and then at the end I leant in and you went oh that sounds better after we'd recorded the whole pod I mean, I feel like it's going to be a little bit distracting every time you talk, you lean lean in as if you've got something secret to tell me. But um, it's nice you remember, to see you, LJ. I know, that peop- I know that people are listening to this, but just a conversation between us. Do you remember when we first started using these microphones and the lights would flash into each other's eyes when we would sit in the living room doing it? <laughs> what do you mean? We were, all, we were in a recording studio. In our we're recording only... studio. Duh. Um, anyway, how are you? Did you have a nice weekend? Um, very quiet. Um, I do think that everyone's just struggling a bit more at the moment. And I think I certainly am. Like, I'm finding it really hard. I feel like life isn't very normal for me. And I know it's the same for everyone, but I do think it's varying degrees. And I said at my parents for most of last week just because I'm struggling a bit. And I feel like, you know, we've all got to admit that and please don't feel the need to like send me a message or call me if you're listening to this because I'll be honest and I know this sounds really awful and it is really good to talk but equally when you're not in a great place it equally is like the worst thing when everyone tries to call and ring I don't want to speak to anyone I don't want to speak to anyone I just want to but saying that it is important it is important to talk and I suppose the difference for you is that people may have thought that you're at home on your own whereas actually you were with at, at least with your parents so you had that that kind of human connection I yeah, think um, and had my you, dinner cooked for me every night and all my washing done <laughs> um I will say that it we're recording this um before Boris's big announcement that's coming out for probably more so England than um the rest of our UK listeners but um it is before that has officially come to, he's come to the nation to tell us what's happening what the roadmap is but um yeah I think you're definitely right I I think having spoken to a couple of people it's just 
that unknown of how long this is going to go on for and perhaps yeah. maybe that little bit more information tonight with, with regards to the roadmap that they're calling it um, will give people a little bit of light in terms of not just what's happening but also the ability to plan I was speaking yeah. to um, Lucy my brother's girlfriend just a wonderful wonderful woman and she Love was telling Luce. me um, she was telling me that she is just an absolute planner and she just has found it really difficult because she can't plan on for anything so Hopefully, the news this evening will be good news. Um, well, one thing and... we planned for, we've actually booked a um, little holiday home in Devon for a week in June. June it is. Yeah, Sheldon, which is near Tynmouth. Um, That's down the south on... coast. It I is think. south coast, yeah. So I will be stopping in Darts Farm on my way down there. My favourite place in the UK. Um, um, and it. you will be stopping somewhere else. Otherwise, you will get... Otherwise, you'll get um, a very much frowned upon opinion from Big Sue. Who but then we won't go past Devon. Big Sue. But I thought we could probably say to Big Sue, do you want to bring Clover and meet us for a dog walk? Yeah, um, that's different. Yeah. You know, you I, just, I was going to. You've got Joe yourself out of it. <laughs> Joe's been texting my mum this week anyway about other stuff. We won't go into that. Um, but maybe, you know, the Waterman brother can get my mum on a surfboard or something as well. So, you know. There you go. Oh, family for positivity. Have you got one? Um, actually, building on what you said last week, your kind of five minutes is better than no minutes. Um, I know that you've actually done five k a day. Is that right? Yeah. So five k yeah. is better than no k. Yeah. Um, no k. Uh, okay. But um, today, just an absolutely beautiful day, and we were on the dog walk with Koya, and I just stopped and faced the sunshine like a little lizard closed my eyes and just enjoyed the warmth from the sun and sounds really silly but I think actually how many times you know do we go out in the sun and be like oh my god it's amazing that we're still moving around and we're not just just stop and listening to the birds and just um and some of the lorries that were driving past the carriageway <laughs> super relaxing but you know I don't know it was just just a moment where I was able to um not good for your cold sores though I will say so feel a bit just I don't know we're always so busy like some people yeah. are busy some people are not and we're busy and and I've been busy and when we're busy we just don't ever feel like you've got control because it's like I've got to yeah. do that I've got to do that and even just taking a minute it just gave me a little bit of control over kind of I how I feel at the moment it's quite easy to be like busy doing nothing as weird as that sounds like even if like like I didn't have a day's work last week and it's very easy to like not get around to doing things like I had some invoicing I needed to do I just didn't do it because it's quite easy at the moment I think to kind of get kind of in on yourself and maybe taking you know a walk gives you five minutes to clear your head and think no I need to get that done I'll do that when I go back in or kind of what things do I need to sort out this week in my life and I've got a good tip actually that I've been reading I've been reading up about different bits and pieces for my level four around comfort zone and why we stay in there the barriers to maybe leaving and there was some advice about how you can like leave your comfort zone and do things that you've been procrastinating over for ages or you know those things the frogs we've spoken about the leap from oh, yeah. to do list to do tell people about the frogs all the time um and actually it was write a list of things that you procrastinate over that you haven't got done so instead of doing because every time I do a to-do list you basically start with things that you 
might like to do things that you enjoy doing things that be quick you yeah. might put the things that you always want you need to do that you haven't done yeah I always put but things actually, already just, done so I can tick something off straight away yeah exactly fresh so eat. actually just do a fresh list of things that you procrastinate over and just whatever you do by the end of that day do one of them because like it's that. just like the frogs if you get rid of one frog you get loads of energy so that's my top tip is actually and you'll see how many things that there are on there that are actually taking up more energy from not doing them than Worrying they are if them. you do yeah 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 that's a good one I like that a lot um I've got a top tip one? yeah basically so my top tip this week is do not send a top an email a message until you are absolutely sure that you've got something right so as I said I stayed at my mum and dad's this week and this morning my dad uh, was out working very early and I was in the house with my mum and she came upstairs um, and she was like oh no um oh no what have I done and I was like what have you done and she held up a pair of my dad's leisure trousers and um, oh, leisure wear yeah held them up against her and they basically came to about halfway down her shins and we were like oh no you've shrunk them like oh you know lol ha so I took a photo of it and she was like oh put it on the family whatsapp group <clears throat> so did that like nobody responded my mum and I were still in the house like getting ready to go and walk the dogs it kind of occurred to me that like my dad's quite short um so eventually I managed to persuade my mum to go and get another pair of my dad's leisure trousers that she's had to like take up and she hasn't shrunk them at all they're just that short but we <laughs> sent a video like literally rinsing my dad like oh mum shrunk your trousers no that's how long they are oh bless him and his like, little legs can you undelete that can you like get rid of it I'm like no mum and he's watched it so she's like what I'm gonna say is I'm gonna pretend that I've unshrunk them by soaking them in fabric conditioner and then just not hold them up against me again so he can't see how much shorter his legs are than mine but can I just ask is oh that why God. you are now at home so one you're not going to be part of that ang like angry discussion um two that's absolutely amazing and but I feel his pain right so I didn't ever realize that I have quite short shins it's not something that you measure if it's not something that you measure not something that you necessarily know about yourself until um you stand in a line with people and obviously as an international rugby player we stand in the line and um singing the anthems and cameras scan you and I'd always wondered why when I put the socks on from England that had England written down the back that whenever I folded them to the fit my legs it said land right not England <laughs> and it's basically because my knees were lower than everyone else's because I've got I'm not I'm little anyway you've got a long body though you've got a long torso I've I've known this about you from you know yeah. the very beginnings of our long body something. short shins yeah <laughs> short shins so I'll tell you what if we ever got washed up on a desert island and I was going to eat you, I wouldn't be making a kind of shin-based No. I mean, they're probably better for toothpicks, to be honest, the amount of meat on them at the moment. Anyway, um, should we talk about some of the rugby that's been happening? Yeah. Do you know what? I want you to... I haven't watched much rugby this weekend, I'll be perfectly honest, um, but we did have two rescheduled games in the Premier 15s. Uh, Quinns were desperately looking for a win after a couple of losses on the bounce. 
and they hosted wasps did you watch that one tell me what happened um i watched it back this morning actually because um i was with o2 at the weekend i um on saturday was down at twickenham which was super cool actually to watch the boys train they went full-on hammer and tongue at each other and i was like watching and actually as much as those games you're like oh i'm gonna like feeling a bit sore from training it's a game at twickenham so you get like you just i remember and also (laughs) eddie did 13 v 13 which is an absolute dream and some of the boys don't know if they would have been shown online but got at completely schooled with the sidesteps because there was just so much space and obviously different organization defensively um Anthony Watson who Dylan Hartley and Ugo were like ripping into because they basically were like he's definitely not going to train having scored two tries the week like last week he's in like his hamstrings will be tight he came out and honestly it was like he had rocket shoes he was really? unbelievable yeah he was class anyway um meant that I couldn't watch the game I, um I tried to keep in touch like on it um over social media but um a really good game and I think fair play to Quinns for holding on like wasps through absolutely everything in the kitchen and sink at them their defense was good got a little bit punished at the breakdown um quite a few not rolling away in the tackle area so yeah. double hitting but falling one of them was falling the wrong side um and then also getting a li- little bit isolated because they were kind of making these half breaks that then get you in behind but actually disjoint you from your support yeah and fair play to Shauna Brown she was like an absolute limpet over the ball um, I do find it strange having what probably 90% of the rugby I watch, maybe more, is men's, which is still the normal laws because the women's Premier 15s is still on there. Yeah. If there's a, if there's a knock on or a forward pass, um, it's a tap rather than a scrum to minimise contact time, yeah. which is a bit strange. But um, obviously, yeah. And, and actually, uh, impressive from uh, Langi Tuima, the uh red rose santi plays for quins she stepped up and took a 70 no it wasn't 78 minutes because it's not 80 minutes it's like uh 68 minutes because they play 35 minutes each way uh 68 minute uh penalty um they were they would they would trail in what was it 17 19 and they they're strong in catch and drive and like obviously we see lots of tap and goes and actually, in an interview, player of the match was Amy Kakame. And she said, all of us were like, tap and go, kick to line out. And Abby Ward, who's captain, because Rach was injured um, or is injured, uh, basically said, Lange, I want you to take the points. And so as captain, which you don't really often see in the women's game because of the lack of, probably the lack of confidence around taking the points, potentially. Yeah. Um, Lange step up, stepped up and took it and nudged it. Um, which is heartbreak for Wasps because I can't remember the last time we beat Quinns. I didn't ever beat them when I played in the Wasp shirt. Um, so it, to lose 19, 20 is, or 20, 19, sorry, is brutal. But I, all credit to them, like the amount of effort and yes. intensity they brought to the game um, was, was awesome and shows how good they can be. Uh, it's just seeing it all the way through. They could have another crack at them this season because the top four is pretty congested at the moment. Um, but Wasps have got a game in hand and that's the DMP game, I think, which they're playing on April 3rd. So with no disrespect to DMP, you'd hope that Wasps would come away from that with all match points available, um, which would put them, as it stands, kind of above Loughborough. They're really close at the moment. It's it's far more congested, that kind of 2-3-4 than 
it has been over the past couple of seasons, which is exciting. Um, the other game on the weekend was DMP Sharks. And Jodie Ansley was on the field for sale, which they hyped up on social media beforehand, which I love. I love seeing these kind of little trails of video this season of like, look who we've got, look who's going to come and star for us this weekend. And it, it looks like she did from that scoreline. Yeah, and rightly so. You know, she's a Sevens International up-and-coming star. It's her first game for them. I think it's brilliant, um, the investment. And shows that when you partner, like it, when you collaborate men's and women's teams, actually it isn't just about the rugby. It's all of the off-field collaboration and support it's that resource, you can get. It? Yeah, massively. And that's where you can see the different, um, the value of resource that different clubs get because of the, the professionalism in, in, yeah. in terms of you've got people that are paid to do marketing, paid to do um, social media engagement, paid to do PR, like all of those things. Do you know what I mean? Do so you actually think long term for that league, we're going to end up with every team in the Premier 15s has to mirror a man's team for that reason, because we can see the resource that goes into Exeter sale as newbies and, and how that, you know, lost to get some help. I know that Wasps is difficult because the geographical distance, but we know that Quinns and Saris fly because of the backroom stuff there. Do you think there's going to be a necessity because it means that teams like DMP and maybe to some extent Loughborough get left behind a little bit because they don't have that at their disposal? Um, I think DMP definitely. Um, and, and actually seeing a massive shift in support, like sale Exeter is a really yeah. good example of how much money they've put into it. Um, and I actually haven't seen any anything negative about the fact that Sandy Park is completely ripped up. It is absolutely bogging <laughs> at the moment, but they're still allowing the women to play on it. There's yeah. like, there's, it's like before it'd be like, oh my God, no one's going to go on it. You're not allowed to step on it unless you're like one of the, the male players. Yeah. Um, and it, as a side note, um, I think that where Loughborough really hold their own is actually their resource because they are such an elite center of yeah. sport so they have an incredible facility because it's where the England Institute of Sport is based out of one of the main hubs nationally um you've got a lot of national sports based there so it's is, not is Loughborough um near Leicester geographically I don't know the geography of England very well so would there be like space for them to kind of even look at a partnership opportunity in terms of a men's premiership and a premier 15s kind of link up? Yeah. I mean, my, my knowledge of that, um, of the M1 isn't great, but, um, M1, but okay. yeah, I didn't they, even know it was yeah, on the M1. But, so, uh, well, it's that kind of corridor. I think, <laughs> I, I think it's yeah, I mean, Derby as well. I think it's probably the closest premiership club. I don't think Leicester is more so than Northampton. Um, I actually, genuinely, I should know that because I've visited both of them. Um, I've been to to all of those places. I don't know where they are. Yeah, it's the problem with um, Google Maps, isn't it? It just tells you rather than having to actually look at maps. Yeah. You know what? Geography hey, you're good at maths, and I'm good at English, and we don't need to be good at geography. So there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so. In terms of alignment with men's clubs, yes, potentially, but I don't think let I don't think Loughborough miss out because of because actually they gain from a huge a huge amount from being based at the university. There's a lot of international sport, you know, England cricket yeah. based there. Um, there are lots of other athletes and elite sports that run out of Loughborough. 
Um, it's just from a rugby recognition PR marketing machine that c- can align brands. Yeah. I think that that's where you get the benefit. The DMP were nilled by sale on the weekend. And the difficult thing now is that they sit basement bottom of the league with no match points and one try in 10 games. Oh, yes. Horrible stats. It really yeah. is. I've, you know what? I've not watched any of their games either. Um, I think I find it a bit difficult. I don't know what's happening up there. Um, obviously, I've heard um, and read about what happened with Tamara Taylor, um, the fact that they didn't even select her, that yeah. you know she wasn't part of that. They've struggled for a number of years and have been kept, in my opinion, from someone outside of the club. It might not be the case, but I, what I've seen is Tamara and Katie Dale and McLean and the handful of George Roberts, um, handful of England players have basically kept it afloat because they were so determined that they wanted to play for a Northern team and yeah. then played in the Northeast. And um, obviously Katie's moved across to Manchester, so she's at Sale. And then Tamara wasn't actually picked, so it's gone yeah. to Saracens. And, and we're supposed to be, I think, more of a coach than a player, but she's actually playing every week and doing a great job. And... I, I don't know. I, we want rugby to be nationally spread. You want people to be able to make choices to go to places like Leeds University, which is a great university. It's a great hub. It's got good women's support, rugby support. But this that, those stats are appalling. Yeah. And I'd be interested to know what's happening with, like, internally from an RFU perspective to try and bring them up because because the reality is there's no um, relegation promotion in this league we're locked in having had the reviews last year and obviously teams exiting the league and new teams joining so dmp aren't going anywhere so something obviously has to happen now to help them out be interesting i think they've got some big choices the rfu i think are in the process um from a few things that i've heard on along the grapevine and they need to be in the process of deciding what's happening next season with in particular, the salary cap. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that pretty much every single club will be over it. Some of them are absolutely spanking it this year because yeah. it was introduced. They could justify an overspend. But obviously, it is absolutely ridiculous to think you can have a 40-player squad on a £60,000 yeah. salary cap. And if people are willing to spend the money, why are we telling them that they can't? Absolutely. So how they're reviewing that, what they're doing with that, who they've got in that process, I don't know. Um, but I think as part of that, could there be a shift around of some players? Um, and how would the RFU then support somebody and some of the better players to potentially move up north? Because then they can bolster it. Because fundamentally, the reason why Saracens yeah. and Quinns have been ahead of the game for all of these years is because of the recruitment of international players. Yeah. Um, that it came kind of from money. to like the regionalisation of rugby in Wales in 2003. And the whole point of that was that central contracts would mean that you couldn't have um, two open sides who were both um, in the running to play for Wales at the same region and kind of spreading out so that each of those teams had as much success or chance of success as possible. So there are rules like that in place. So every England player has to be, um, have like certain amount of access to their yeah. first choice playing position in terms of minutes. Um, and there's like, there are rules in place to make that happen and, and to make sure and why we saw some players move within this process. I think more, there was more 
teams in the market. You know, you had Sale and you had Exeter and and actually two very two great places to live. So people wanted yeah. to move and, and some of the Southwest girls ventured back down to the Southwest because they were super proud of being able to play um, for, for Exeter and also the same with Sale. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You know, you meant, interesting you mentioned about Jodie Ansley. Um, I want to give her a little shout out, actually, because she can, I think in a little... She actually embarrassed me a little bit, um, oh, which wow. I'm giving her a shout out about, mainly because, so Vicky McQueen, um, ex-England player, um, was my roommate. She is at, we used to call her Dollface. She's absolutely amazing. Um, set up Diddy Rugby. And she told me the other day, I can't, it's like over 20, maybe 30 different franchises. So a little, little, t- t- little tiddly to come around and, and learn about rugby. It's absolutely amazing. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant stuff. Anyway, um, they've been doing these lockdown sessions and she was like, oh, Nolly, you know can you come and do a Facebook live and I was like I was really nervous I was like yeah no problem like I can do it Heather does it so it's like do a little bit of activity and then do a story time and Heather does it and Aww. Heather was amazing like absolutely amazing and then she got other people to do it so Mo had done one um there was somebody else oh, I can't remember anyway and Jodie and Jodie was the one before me anyway so she sent them to me she's like this is the type of thing that I want you to do and it was when we were packing up the house so it was like everything was everywhere so I ended up doing it in this tiny little space in our dining room anyway back to Jodie Jodie absolutely smashed hers she was unbelievable her coaching her tone and then for story time she was like and now we're going to go upstairs to where we read stories and I was like where is she going and she went into this room and it had been her birthday so she had room was full of balloons and she'd made there was all this like white stuff and sparkly light and she was like and this is the cloud where we're going to read the story and read the story on the cloud and it was just unbelievable and then I was like great I'm going to do mine from my dining room and then sit awkwardly next to the screen because there's nowhere else to go um so don't look I 
it was brilliant fun and I've just spoken to Vicky the last couple of days and she said they had over 30,000 people engaged during half term and the Diddy Rugby work um, which I'm just so proud of for her because she's incredibly passionate she's a great rugby player and is behind something that is a huge franchise and is also bringing rugby to so many people but just the concept but what's amazing is that she's like gets all of the ex-England like ex and current England players to like just go in and deliver for her um, yeah so obviously Tom May has been doing some as well hasn't he I think that he's, oh, got, he's been doing some yeah did he rugby so he's so, been roped in and yeah I just I think it's brilliant just from a from a rugby perspective massive shout out to her but also fair play Jodie you absolutely and she perfectly was the first one she's an ambassador and she just absolutely smashed it so well done well done Jodie <laughs> Um, before we move on to Madrid sevens that took place over the weekend, um, how cool! How, how cool. cool! But before we go for that, stay, staying on a Spanish theme, uh, Latina theme. I don't think Thanks that is Spanish. Um, yeah. There was a Rugby World Cup qualifier. Um, Spain absolutely hammered Russia. Um, so yes, the Spanish girls, but also I've got no idea like how any of this is working now with qualification. Can where I just we stand where the Europeans are? Can you point out what you did think the result was from, though? I thought it was from the sevens. I was like, (laughs) Russia won the tournament, but Spain hammered Russia. And then I put my glasses on and reread it. And Okay. Um, So I've given away the punchline. Madrid sevens, Russia, the Russian girls won the Madrid sevens. Great to see the the American girls over here for a few days. That's a long way to come from San Diego to uh, Madrid. Um, But Fair play to them. They looked like they absolutely loved it. Loved. I tell you what, Corbs hyping up his fiance on Twitter. That was my highlight. Of the yeah, you know what? To take the ball midair, transfer it. So she did a ball transfer with her hands and get it to um, I can't remember the, whoever was behind her, and then they shifted it and scored. It's it unbelievable. Eveland and then Chris Thomas scores in the corner, doesn't she? Yeah. Like, Although I think it was against Poland and the poor Polish girl that went up against her, might maybe Spain, went up to get the ball, like got taken out by Abby's like leaping Air Jordan. And then as Abby landed, she basically sat on her. <laughs> and also in the clip, Abby looks like she's about nine foot tall. It's got a touch of like Gulliver's Travels about it. So, but do you know what? I know it's like, I hate that, you know, Luckily, we're, we're, you know, quite fortunate that we never hear Abby described as Corbs's fiance in any kind of like rhetoric. We now hear Corbs described as Abby Gostitis's fiance. But they, I loved the fact that it kind of brought the women's sevens to a different audience over the weekend because Corbs hyping Abby up on social media meant that this test try scoring lion who's got a huge rugby audience of men who probably wouldn't have watched the Madrid sevens all had their eyes on it. And I just saw so much traffic around that clip and people like, oh my God, this is flames. And I saw one guy saying, oh, um, all weekend I've wanted to be able to use this word about rugby and haven't been able to, but that is filthy. And I was just like, yeah, I love that. Like, that's the kind of traffic we need. And actually guys, like follow some more like women's rugby accounts and follow accounts that are going to be tweeting clips out and share it with, you know, your your rugby friends and family because like, let's grow the game like that. It's it was great. Yeah. It was great to see. Yeah. And, well, one, he's always going to hype her because she's amazing, hot. Yeah. And um, punching there. We love you, yeah, Corbs, yeah, exactly. but you're punching. Yeah, he knows it. Um, and um, 
Oh, well, there was a huge tackle. I shared it on my story um, from Nicole Heveland. Absolutely slotted someone. If you're going to run out the line, we always say catch the player with the ball. <laughs> she absolutely hammered her. Um, and funny, talking about social media accounts, definitely give her a follow. Like, she's really funny. Her and um, Ilona Ma were in... Um, obviously in isolation together they're roommates they're always so they would, roomies yeah yeah and they were in um I don't know it's like doing TikTok so I don't use yeah, TikTok but they came onto TikTok. Instagram and they did this like series of like wrestle moves which I thought was really really funny like Alona was just like literally like tombstoning Nicole and like doing all these things like smashing it makes me laugh, like, Nicole clearly <laughs> thinks that she can hold her own Nicole much like you has got two brothers and she clearly thinks that she can hold her own and Alona just ends her I love it as well because they're like the weirdest roomies like they room all the time and Nicole had done a story the other day about how she got into fly fishing whereas Alona's story is about what shade of lipstick that she's going to wear this week for the tournament and they're just like polar opposites <laughs> chalk and cheese but always roomies love them I love I love all the American girls and you know what we have to give a shout out because I know that Alona Ma um has started a podcast herself so yes, yes. The girls, yeah, yeah with Naya Tapper with Naya Tapper the American speedster so yeah like well done girls like love to see it love to see it I don't think that's going to be a huge amount of rugby chat if I'm perfectly honest with those two they are <laughs> chatty Cathy's I think I think um having looked at it I haven't had a listen yet um but I think it's more about like life as elite athletes and some of the challenges that they face and some and of being the being Leos that... they're both Leos oh are they what um, are you Capricorn so I'm on the cusp so I am Capricorn Aquarian Oh, are you? So I do, yeah. Which is why it probably describes why I am and I like I am. But um, so confused. Yeah, no, it's Aries, interesting actually. Aries. I don't know. I don't know what any of it means actually. To be fair, but um, the it, just talking about the sevens, it was just so awesome to see live tournament play. Oh, wasn't and, it? And um, yeah, messed a couple of girls, and they just said like it was just amazing to have a run round. I think one thing was sad was that England team GB weren't involved. Yeah. Um, it was really disappointing considering it's literally just over the waters, just yeah. there, just touching the And if America can make it over there, yeah, that <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah um, another thing that was super cool was the fact that um, Poland were there and actually held their own, they did all right, yeah. played some good rugby. And Kenya women, which I've never, I've never seen Kenya women play. Um, some good stuff actually. I, I was impressed, their basic skills, and, and it just got me thinking about how. You know, when I was even on, when I was on the World Series, which was back in 2016, there was a massive difference between probably top six and bottom six in terms of the yeah. tournament. And now, you know, you've got teams that aren't even, at the moment, even close to the World Series because of yeah. where they need to go through to qualify. But yeah, playing some fantastic rugby, the skill level to shift the ball. And this isn't just, this, <laughs> it's the ability to move the ball that impresses me. It's the ability yeah. to manage the contact area because these are women that haven't necessarily grown up with the game. So they're learning at a very, very fast rate. So for them, Kenya in particular was really cool to see them. Um, saw a lot of new young Spanish players. Um, one girl absolutely slotted one of the French players, I think. I'm not quite sure at the game. I was like, oh, like mad. Um, and then Poland, which always makes me smile because um, Rachel Burford is half Polish. So I always think, <laughs> I, and she speaks I'm Polish. So I'm like, I feel, and she was cheering them on. So I was like, is Rachel going to go play for Poland? She Maybe she should coach Polish. Them. Yeah, well, she speaks part. Her mum speaks fully Polish. Um, we More went empty. on a, a little girls, went on a little girls' holiday. Um, 
I'm gonna I'll use my our tour name. So it's me, Rach, Maguella, and Colin, which is Michaela Staniford, Claire Allen, Rachel Beth, and myself. Um, we stayed in Krakow, and it was amazing. And and Rachel was telling us all of this Polish. And um Chish, I think, is like thanks or hello. Uh, no, I think it's hello. And but it's the only word I knew. So every time, like the guy got the taxi, took put my bag in the um in the taxi, and, and I was like, Chish, she was like, Chish, she's already said it to me when you arrived. <laughs> Mate, I'm not gonna tell people listening to this podcast what you think thank you is in Japanese. So I'm not surprised that your Polish <laughs> isn't really up to scratch either. Um, there was some sad news from the Madrid Sevens on the weekend though. In the men's tournament, Perry Baker, the American speedster, uh, the speed stick, in fact, broke his leg. So Yeah. We are And actually it's just really where- unfortunate. Oh, I haven't I haven't seen it but yeah it was um it, he just got tackled from behind and when you get tackled from behind your feet tend to get caught underneath and he obviously just got caught underneath and um I don't know whether it was tib fib ankle the Spanish translation said broken ankle but I don't um no Google translate on my okay. Twitter um help um, me um one thing yeah. I will say is he's got very long shins long shins so um it's probably it's probably easier to break those legs because he has got very long legs the first ever world seven series event i did i stayed in the men's hotel not in the women's which obviously thereafter i always did but i stayed in the men's hotel in dubai and i was on the same floor as the american boys and he offered to escort me to breakfast in the morning because he could like see that i worked for 7870 and the 7870 boys were all quite friendly with them and he was like, good morning, miss. Can I escort you to breakfast? I was like, absolutely not. Bugger off. <laughs> but I did like being on their floor because their conditioner left an icebox of Gatorades out in the hallway of an evening. So if I ended up having a couple too many shrubs with uh, the boys, <laughs> I'd just take a little Gatorade up on my way back to my room. I'm sure they weren't counting them. If they were, sorry. Uh, but yeah, that may... Yeah. That may, in fact, rule him out of the Olympics. Who knows at this stage um, if it does. Well, 150 at the time. I think the tweet said it was 151 days from, from, oh, really? from maybe the men. Yeah, which is doable for a broken leg, yeah. but it just depends. Um, so fingers crossed and, and sending our healing thoughts to Madrid mm. or into the air where they're flying home. Um, big weekend of rugby this weekend. It's the big one. The wooden spoon match between Ireland and Italy. <laughs> you know what it's mad isn't it it's like literally it's mad. mad how it no but it's mad how the six nations has ended up I like, wales like wales playing two is like <laughs> it's like some sort of farcical like comedy caper like wayne pivak's some kind of like kooky coach and they keep winning against the odds than like yeah there's there could be a movie or at least an s4c sitcom out of it and what is your <laughs> prediction for Saturday evening in Cardiff? Um, I don't know, like something weird will happen and the roof will collapse or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I would, I'm going to say an England win, Ooh. but that, but that's only if they, and I said this on Scrum Five, it's only if they get their basics right. You know, their, their catch-pass basics have been so bad, whether they're overrunning, whether it's a pass, you know, putting it along the floor. Obviously got a little insight into some training at the weekend. And when they fizz, they absolutely were electric. Mm. And 
I think Johnny May and Lewis Reesan are going to cancel each other out. I think they'll kind of do maybe a little tally, maybe a yeah. couple of shots each. Um, Anthony Watson, though, I think is the one that he's just on such good form. And as I say, when I saw the boys move the ball and it was out in front, they didn't break stride. They were absolutely brilliant. Um, but that saying that, you know what, Wales are dogged and yeah. they're in a place where they simply refuse to lose, haven't they? Yeah. You know, and and maybe it's I do worry that like... it could be like Head says this is like a bridge too far after two plucky lucky wins. Hart says Tolupe Falatau was man of the match for Bath on the weekend, and he's going to take that into the Wales game. And George he was North unbelievable. Will start... Yeah, he was. George North will score a late winner on his hundredth cap to seal the game. And Wales will march on to a Grand Slam decider in Paris, providing you know that the French players don't all have COVID by then. The biggest, um, yeah, that's the other thing, isn't it? It's like everyone's yeah. like, yeah, we can't wait to see France play. They're all out with COVID. Yeah, um, Olivon's got it now as well. My yeah, beloved, there's another further five. Um, I think the biggest thing is the selection for Wales. I think it's going to be fascinating yeah. to see how the backs end up. I don't necessarily think there's too many questions over too many players in the forwards but the backs is the interesting one well it's um, the first game as well that he's going to have a full back line to pick from so Fox is fit now he's you know on his day the best 13 in the world but then North's been in good form so does he come back in at 13 Josh Adams's ban is up um you've got Lewis Reece George North Liam Williams Lee Halfpenny and Josh Adams to fill three is Lee Halfpenny available? Because he had a really bad knock, didn't he? Because apparently he failed his second HIA before the weekend. And yeah, then... it was a two-week break, wasn't it? So we yeah, but as in just just failed it this weekend. So I don't know. You oh, know I what? I haven't heard that. Yeah, so it'd be interesting. Um, I would personally, the only thing, that the, the back three I would go with is Silence on the um, podcast. People really enjoy that. Uh, Josh Adams. Yeah. Um, yeah. At 11. Lewis Reesamit at 14. And Liam Williams at 15. I go I Liam Williams at fullback because he's the bomb diffuser. <laughs> um, and he's just like tough. I, I, I just think he's a fantastic rugby player. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's a real settler. I think, you know, Lee Halfpenny is brilliant tactically. Um but doesn't necessarily, and you know, he puts his body out there and obviously his goal kicking is what keeps him there and, and so important. But there's just a different edge to Liam Williams that he has, with, and he knows Owen Farrell through and through. He played yeah. with him at club. He's read his kicks however many times. Do you know what I mean? So there's this like whole part of that there. that I. But then saying that, Finn Russell found gaps in behind um, Liam Williams when... Uh, Lee Harpy went went off so yeah it'd be interesting I think um, sorry I'm just trying to find out who the referee is because I think that could be um, an interesting I basically just really hope um, that that isn't what we talk about at the end of the game because I feel like that's what we've talked about over the past few games decisions and stuff like that so yeah, I mean, I, like, I think Brace, there so. was there was five red cards, wasn't there? Um, I, the, the bar, yeah, it, and 
I agree with all of them. I think all of the refereeing, all of the explanations was good. I think there could have been a couple more. Um, there was a couple of extra shots. I think it was, I can't remember the player, but it was on Don Brandt in the um, Quins. Quins were unbelievable. Um, and also at times, um, God, I'm going to get confused with all the games. But yeah, agree with all the red cards. I just feel like on that, just because I don't want it, it's been chattered to it, death and exhaustion. Yeah. It's lazy, a lot of the behaviour that's creating the red cards. And I think as much as people say, there was a tweet, I don't know, it was like Andy Goode or someone was saying, oh, you know, people should learn from the mistakes. They won't learn on the weekend. What they'll learn is in the week when their coaches sit down and say, if you do this, and the the fear will start to be be brought in. But also... But you know what, that's interesting. That feeds into the... um, Pete Omani's ban compared to... Who got... Who got the red card? Not Sandy. Yeah, Faison. For Scotland. And people are like, oh, his band's longer. The whole point is that Pete Omani had done it a week earlier. So you're all meant to learn from what Pete Omani did. And that's where people have a disconnect between the length of these bands. So Pete Omani gets a ban for what he's done. It now shouldn't be that someone repeats the same incident the week after even if it's not as bad mm. you've seen that somebody's done it they've got a red card and this is the ban they've been dealt if you do it you're going to get banned for longer and I saw a few tweets discussing that and that kind of common sense approach I think is missing a little bit from oh the game's gone soft people don't seem to realize the whole point of the judicial but the, process but the game's gone soft but doesn't make sense because the reason why people are having to run and accelerate and make bad choices is because one the jackler is very very quick and athletic and getting on the ball but two because the the huge size of the players now to move them you have to accelerate into them from a distance you know you can't just go in and just move them nicely and actually if you get through that a split second you make bad decisions and therefore you end up using a technique that isn't in the law book and that's where we also see in the crocodile role again I I remember practicing that we called them a squash and roll because you basically yeah. hit them on the back. And, and actually, I completely agree that that shouldn't be allowed. No. Um, but the game hasn't gone soft. The game has gone, it's gone so physical that there's techniques that are being used. And kind of the additional part to, to what I was saying in that, I think we will see that there's lazy areas in the premiership over the weekend with tacklers. And basically, there's a lot of people that, again, because of the size of ball carriers, they're double tackling. But where the red card is coming in is where the foot, when you double tackle, one has to go low because naturally you've got to give space for the person to come in above them. Yeah. And you don't go high and then someone comes in low because you end up getting smashed in the face or by your own players in the knees. So what the problem is, is when the first tackler goes in high, it gives no space for the second person. So therefore the shoulder comes in at head height because also the first tackle folds someone slightly. So they drop slightly. So, from that perspective, the reason we're seeing more double hits, the reason we're seeing people accelerate into positions because people are bigger, faster, stronger and harder to, to move. And our, we're a collision sport where you've got to move people out of the way or stop them moving in your direction. Um, and so that's where the steps in the coaches. And I think they're going to have to get to the drawing board and do some really good intensive work with players on technique to focus their minds. Um, and I I believe we do have those innovators in our game. Mm-hmm. Um, most coaches are ahead of the ahead of the problem anyway, because they're pushing the boundaries until they need to make changes. Um, but 
that to me is what needs to happen. And then the responsibility goes on the players to make sure they're reinforcing it, not just in a game at most points, but under fatigue, under huge amount of pressure. And when they're having to make split second decisions, because rugby's a thinking game and they're going to have to make those decisions and make those. And, and I'm sure they'll get it wrong again, but that's where I feel like what we can learn from this is actually our process of change. Yeah. Like Just the last thing, Max, John Maxwell, who runs Women's Rugby Club um, and the website. Womensclubrugby.com. Just so that everyone knows that Max is there with all the stats, fixtures, results, standings for Premier 15, Six Nations. Um, he is trying to get more um, kind of um, grassroots stuff um, on there as well. So if you want to submit stuff for your league or you want to get your league included, get in touch with Max. But um use it as a resource use it as a tool to kind of um find out things about the league players girls if you are playing in the premier 15s you can sign up to it as a patron each month as well and and kind of get lots of info on there yeah you can another interesting fact about max is that um he is doing my website so um and i know he's helped do a few other websites for players what's going to be on your website quizzes I was going to put a link the to the price podcast, comparison website. I'm not going to website. bother now. Oh, not oh. Going to bother. oh, wow. And that's really going to harm this podcast because of all the promotional work that you do for it. So, and no, I'm not going to do price comparison sites. I'm going to do shin length comparisons. Um, Who's got so if you, the longest shins in the league? So if you, if you have abnormally long or abnormally short shins please get in touch with me via social media and that we can have a game on there like spin the shin and you could like have to guess <laughs> whose shins i'll work on that that's stuff to work on for next week see you soon guys bye mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market